Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the Book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness, tranquility descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with him. Some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwi's Tafsir of Juz Amma. It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and intimate manner makes them relatable. So without further ado, let's begin this journey. If really is there is some, if somebody in this country, any very Muslim, is somebody very poor Muslim, he earns money properly, and, like, and he spends one pound, his one pound is far, far better to Allah than one opinion part of the people who cheat and who lie. Even if you make, build a big madrasa, if you build, build, uh, even build, build a mosque, and actually I have seen in this country people take money on the, user, on the interest and they build the mosque. Who, made, who, who has asked you to build the mosque? Tell me. Is there any command in the Quran or is, or is hadith that Muslims must build the mosque? Is it obligatory on the believer? We can give fatwa for you to buy a house and the mortgage. Because that you need. But we never can give fatwa for you that you build a mosque, mosque and the mortgage. Because building the mosque is not necessary. Believers should pray together. But there are so many ways. But building the mosque... You know, you know, taking money on the loan and in you know, all this interest, where is command? And that we can see. When we come to these mosques, they become basically states. So people have been trustees and this and that and fighting and the case goes to the court. So basically you spend more money in the haram. If you have from very beginning saved your money properly and have a small place with halal money, you have been saved. And I know in Oxford, you know, this mosque, you know, whatever people spend on the, on the mosque, more than that they spend in the court. More than that money they spend in the court. Just think really. You know, that is very important really. That Islamic way is that think properly, understand properly, obey your Lord properly. Islamic is what? Not that you get a good feeling. You know, do all haram and then come to Sufi Khanqa and circle and then read Qasida Burda or something that they leave it and then you say, oh, I have good feeling. And then every, every Friday, every Thursday you come, keep coming and you feel that you are elevated. It is not going to save you. If you, it's not going to save you, this, these feelings are not religion. Religion is your obedience to your Lord. Worship Him and obey Him properly. Obey Him in every single thing. Whether you get any feeling or you don't get any feeling, doesn't matter. Feelings are not important. Your fee, being feeling that you are elevated, that is nowhere important. What is important actually is, you must obey your Lord. You must follow His command. And when people make feelings as a religion, then they do everything. Because they think, you know, the feeling is there. You know, feelings can come for anything. You know, any, even poetry can make you good, have good feeling. If people recite poetry nicely, you can have good feeling. Anything. Anybody can make a good feeling. Feelings are not religion. Religion is nothing more than submission to your Lord. Islam. Full submission to your Lord. Obedience to your Lord, not the feeling. Never, never look for the feeling. Never go for the feeling. Always keep thinking really, do I obey my Lord or not? Do I follow His commands or not? When you earn money, think properly. 
many Muslims they have so much concern about halal meat shop, halal shop. They are halal, so much concern and direct HMC and this thing and that. So much worried. Who made? Who asked you to do these things? Had Allah in message asked you to have so much concern about the halal shop, halal meat? But what they are concerned is that your income should be halal. Nobody cares about that. They cheat, they lie, and then they go halal shop and buy halal meat. So they think we are eating halal. You are not eating halal. Even if you call a maulana, an alim, pious person from Makkah al-Mukarramah, and he slaughters an animal for you in the name of Allah ta'ala in, in front of Kaaba, it will not be halal. If your so income is not, not, not halal, they make your money halal. Source of income should be halal. If money is not halal, even if you say Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, nothing will happen. You know, like people say that one in the village, village in India, a maulana and alim, he got, you know, a chicken somewhere, somebody else, and now he wants to eat it. So, you know, what he said that, you know, the, you know he was first to, to make himself satisfied that you know, it is not haram. So he just said, you know, loud, he wanted to say loudly, so he said, instead of saying, you know, who, you know, whose chicken is this, you know, loudly, so he said, whose chicken, and then said, is this? Nobody knows what you are saying. And then said, nobody came to claim that it is mine. And Bismillah, Allahu Akbar. Eat, eat. If you do like that, you can't cheat, you cannot, cannot deceive your Lord. Understand this is properly. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Quran hadith said, Inna Allah tayyibun, la yaqbalu illa tayyiba. Allah is tayyib. He never accepts except tayyib. Tayyib means what? Pure money. Pure income. Tayyib does not mean meat from halal shop. Does not mean. Ask anybody, tayyib does not mean halal, halal meat. Actually, in that matter, even if you do, do mistake, Allah can forgive you. If by mistake you buy a meat which was not slaughtered Islamically, still you can be forgiven. But you never can forgive when your source of income is haram and you buy halal meat, you are not going to be forgiven. It, your Bismillah Allah Akbar does not make your meat halal. And simple thing is this. People must think, think about being right in this matter. But in what actually happening is, we people have been emphasizing on something for which actually Allah and his messenger never said. And the companies used to go to all those countries where the Christians used to be. But then, you know, they never thought about, about, about this thing to make you know, everything halal. No. Actually, the Prophet even said to Aisha, if you are doubtful whether it's halal or not, just say Bismillah and eat it. If you are doubtful whether it's halal or not, haram, say Bismillah and eat it. You know, about the laws of food and drink and things like that, Islam is very, very soft. But when it comes to income, earning money, spending money, then Islam is very, very tough. We forgot that and we became tough about, you know, halal meat shop. It's not so important. So anyway, this actually is very, uh, uh, we have to understand this. My surah is, in the day of judgment, justice will be very clear and based on the, on, on the guidance of the Quran. Justice is not mind made. It's not that we, we made justice. Allah Taala's justice is there and we have to follow his command. Obedience to the command of Allah Taala. that's what makes justice. And also actually one thing I wanted to make it very clear is when the Quran is saying that you know, there are people who when they take measurement for themselves, they take full. And when they give other people, they make it short. This is no doubt about, you know, about uh, uh, buying and selling, about also can be your employment. When you work for someone, you know, you want to have your full salary, but you don't do your proper job. This can be for all those things, but also can be the many, many things in the life of the people. Like for example, when people praise us, 
we become happy. Whether they're right or wrong, we don't care about that. But if somebody criticizes us, even if they are right, we don't like that. This is not allowed. If somebody criticizes you to improve you, then you should be more happy. You should accept it. And if somebody praises you in front of you, you should be angry. Because the Prophet said, if somebody praises you in front of you, then you should take dust and throw on his face. Do we do that? When people praise us, we become happy. But if somebody criticizes, then we throw the dust on his face. When people criticize, it is for you. Because if they are right, you can improve yourself. And if they are wrong, you get reward. When people criticize me, it is good for me. Because if they criticize and they are right, I should improve myself. And if they are wrong and I am patient, I get reward for that. But people never like anybody to criticize them. And many people pray like, you know, I, but what, there is one scholar in India, really, amazing person, Maulana Rashid Ahmed Ganguhi, Rahimullah Ta'ala. Amazing. One of, one of his, his, his shaykh once, his shaykh was Hajim Dadullah Mahdi Makki, Rahimullah Ta'ala. He wrote to him, you know, tell me something about your conditions. So he said, I have nothing actually to tell you except that, that uh, people's praise of me and people's criticism, in my eye, both are equal, both are same. So when people praise me, it does not make me any happy. And when people criticize me, it doesn't upset me. So you know, this is really thing. And, I, and once uh, somebody wrote a letter to him and accusing him, abusing him, it's a very bad language. And one of his followers said, he became very angry. He said, no, no, don't be angry. I receive every day so many letters where people praise me that I am put by this and this. That's not true. If, it, you know, if, if I don't become angry with that, why should I be angry with this? This really thing is, this, this measurement also should be there. When people praise you, think properly. Do, really, do you deserve that? If you don't deserve, then you should be upset. When people criticize you, don't be upset. Think properly that they could be right. They are going to reform you. They are going to improve you. You know, if you look in the mirror, your face, and the mirror tells there is a, you know, something on your, on your forehead. Are you going to break the mirror? No, you love the mirror because this mirror is useful for you. Then you're going to clean your face and now look again. And mirror now says, yeah, now you're fine. Then you leave the house. You love the mirror. Al-Mu'min, mir'atul mu'min. Believer is the mirror for the believer. If a believer tells you, no, you're, you're, you become angry very quickly. So don't become angry. Then think, no, he's, he's, he's basically helping you. Then make effort how to, how, how to control yourself, how to control your anger. So this is also very important, that in this measurement, that when people praise you, think properly. When people criticize you, think properly, and don't become happy because praise other people, and don't become angry because people are criticizing you. Another thing also about Tatfif is that when people, for example, if, if you belong to certain group, which differs from another group, Whenever you mention the other group and exaggerate, that also tatfi. So for example, if I'm Dewandi and I talk about Brailvi and I say Brailvi are this and that and that, that's not allowed. That is also tatfi. If I say something more than what they are, Allah is going to ask question me. And similarly, when I praise my group that I'm Dewandi and Dewandi are this and this, and then I exaggerate, it is going to be questioned. Understand this, Allah SWT does not belong to a group. All the people are his group. All the people are his family. All the people, they are family of Allah Taala. Similarly, if you are Christians, whenever you mention about anything about the Christians, only say things what is in them. Never, never say more than that. And if the Christians are not all equal, some Christians are good, some bad, some this, 
then you must make it clear. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala criticizes the Christians, he also makes very clear among the Christians there are people who are like that. Some are like that. Even the Jews. Quran has so much criticism against the Jews. But still the Quran says among the Jews are those people, even if you give them millions of pounds, they still will pay you back. There are some, some Jews like that. So against your enemies, you know, whenever you make anything, any statement, your statement must be full of the justice. Never lose justice. Understand that this character is very, very bad in Ayyafal Sahutala. That when you make a statement against anybody, you don't care. You say whatever you like. It is not allowed. Like for example, in our time now, sectarianism has grown up in the Middle East about Shia and Sunni. Even in this time, when you can no doubt that people are killing each other, even in this time, when we make a statement, it should be really something coming from proper understanding and thinking. It should not be because just reaction to what, what happening is. It is very, very important. It, saying in, about any group something more than what they have is not allowed. It is also part of the thief. So whenever you make a statement against any group, always be very, very careful. When you hate someone, still you have to mention only things which are proper. And when you like someone, don't exaggerate. No, you, you are right, that's what it should be. But in, in practice, you can see, yeah, you, you are right, you should not be Christian. But in practice, ch- people of the church don't think too much where you are earning money. But when you get, come to the church and make a big donation, they accept it. Is it like that? If you come to a church and make a donation, are they going to ask you where you got money from? Not necessarily. No. Yeah. And they know what happening is. Same actually Muslims. So what I'm trying to say actually is at the moment actually what, you know, maybe Christian in the past or maybe some Christians still now, they will be very, very fast people for earning money and for spending money. But most time you can see really that, you know, uh, like you see, you know, there is one of the famous scholarship, Rhodes, Rhodes scholarship. Think, go and find out where the money is coming from. Where this money, where this person made money from. This person made money from where he made. And then now he's respected, he's got scholarship, his name and all those fellowships and people are coming from, even actually Bill Clinton, you know, uh, a person of America, he was on that scholarship in, in, Oxford, in, in Oxford. People have been, you know, all doing, doing this thing. So people don't care about that. But I'm, trying to, I'm not trying to say that all Christians are like that. But mostly people accept, you know, two ways of life. In one way, they don't think about religion. And one way, for their conscious, they want to make a for themselves feeling good. They think they are Christian, so they have to help people. That should not be in Islam. Islamic teachings are very, very clear. When people earn money, they earn as a Muslim. When people spend money, they spend as a Muslim. If you earn money either, uh, not as a Muslim, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never, never can accept. Because hadith says, Allah is pure, he only accepts the pure. Is it clear? No, it is coming. Can you change? No, it is coming. You know, it, you know, it, it, no, no, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not against Christian or, or, or I'm just trying to say is that Muslims are following, there are hadith of the Prophet that Muslims will follow 
Muslims will follow the way of Christians and Jews step by step, same way. That I'm trying to say that what we are, we are copying, this is that I'm saying, Muslims are copying basically. Muslims want to copy the, the way of Christian Jews. Basically, I'm trying to say that in this society, you never can find any difference between Muslims and non-Muslims. There's no difference. Muslim businessmen do exactly the same thing what non-Muslim businessmen do. Muslims are earning money the same way as non-Muslims are doing. That I'm trying to say there's no difference. Though, it just should be different because if you believe that you are, you have got, you are receivers of the last message, you have the Quran, you should be different. Muslims should be different, but actually, in effect, Muslims are not different. That I'm trying to say. But anyway, you know, this thing is not, I'm not writing a book. You know, it is just that to give an idea. But when we, you know, when I write something, maybe you can rephrase or make, you know, my purpose is not to criticize Christian. My purpose is to criticize Muslim. I'm making this example to criticize the Muslim. Because my, my purpose here is to help Muslims to improve themselves. So that's the purpose. The purpose is not to criticize understanding Christian people. I'm just criticizing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that one way I have to say. But one way is to make a, coming from other people, then they're showing that you're copying them. This is another way I have to say, you know, same thing you can say so, so many ways. So it came to my mind, the one way to say is that there are other group, group you say they are in the era, they are wrong and all those things, they do, this, then you copy them. This is just another way to say, you know, there are so many stars, for example, your son comes to your house and he misbehaves. So sometimes you say you become like a, like Hindu. So you know whether Hindus are like that or not. But you know this is one way of to say something. You know people do these things. You know and it is a style of saying. As long as you are right, you don't 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 you know distort the, the facts. You know there's no harm in that. This is one of the ways of saying anyway. What? Special style sometimes. Sorry. Yeah, okay, that's all. Okay, so now. Just a little bit about the surah. You have got these two messages. The first thing I explained to you properly, tatfif, what tatfif means. And second thing is standing in front of the Lord of the people, what it really means. And how important that actually is. And one thing I forgot, you know, in the past, how much people used to have fear of, in, of standing in front of their Lord. You know, if you look like the life of the, you know, Sahaba and Tab, in fact, in our time really, we never think about ourselves that we are going to be accountable. But people who actually have got the good news of paradise, like Abu Siddiq, Umar Farooq, how much fear they had. And one of the great pious person of Islam is Umar ibn Abdulaziz, rahmanullah ta'ala. The great Umayyad Caliph, the fifth Caliph, very pious person. His Khilafah was only two and a half year. And pious, never, never used any money from the state, all those things. And people of Banu Umayyad, they realize, as long as Umar ibn Abdulaziz is in the power, we can't enjoy the life. So they, they, they asked one of the slaves to, to put poison in the food of Umar al-Aziz. And he was poisoned and he was dying. Then the people came to Umar al-Aziz and said, we know who has poisoned you. And we caught that and we want to kill him. Umar said, if I had got any fear in my heart, other than the fear of standing in front of my Lord, then may Allah not change my fear in the peace. No fear other than the fear of standing in front of my Lord. That what believers should have. We, we don't have, you know, that fear, that demand for, because if people, there's so much mixing, people think really on the day of Jamim, the Prophet Muhammad will save us, he so and so will save, this peer will save, this shaheed will save, we never have any fear of standing in front of the Lord of the people, and Quran really wants people to, to have that fear, so that they are connection, meaning is cheating, lying, they only can be, you know, uh, uh, corrected if the people believe 
that they are going to be accountable in the day hereafter. So there are two messages I explain. Then I'm coming to this surah. This surah, as I mentioned, in the context basically of the Qiyamah. And the right thing you know, in this surah, if you look properly, is that this surah is also one of the Makkah surah. Some people, because they think in this surah, there is Allah is talking about measurement. And this thing used to happen in Medina more than Makkah. So people think this surah has been revealed in, in Medina. There are some hadiths as well. That when the Prophet came to Medina and he saw the people of Medina, when they, you know, they measure things in the volume, so they, they cheat. So then he read, the, read these verses. But that does not mean they have been revealed that time. No, the verses were revealed before, but when he saw their condition, he applied this verse to their condition as well. So anyway, uh, you know, the, the style of the surah and the context and everything, they're very clear that the surah is also have been revealed in the, in the early period of Makkah al-Mukarramah. This surah is in one way a completion of the surah before that. In the surah before that, you have seen in Surah Al-Infitar, Quran mentioned, إِنَّ الْأَبْرَارَ لَفِي نَعِيمٍ وَإِنَّ الْفُجَّارَ لَفِي جَحِيمٍ Abrar, the obedient people, the righteous people, they are in the bliss. They are in favor of Allah Taala in the day of judgment. And the sinners, they are in the fire of hell. So these two things are mentioned in the Surah Al-Fitar. Now in this Surah, details are coming. That how the sinners, they are in the fire of hell. And how the obedient people, righteous people, they are in paradise. And how they are near to their Lord. So that is coming there. And also in this surah, in the previous surah, Quran makes very clear that in the day of judgment, nobody can own anything. Nobody can avail himself. People are going to be accountable for their actions properly and nobody can benefit anybody. And Quran says, And the command matter will be completely in the hand of Allah And that is coming in, in the surah as well. That So there is actually big connection between this surah and, and the previous surah. One thing also is uh, to remember, you can find really among the people who are not Muslims, who don't believe in the Day of Judgment, but still you can find uh, there are people, they have got good character. They are kind, they do things properly, they have a you know, sense of justice, they, they do things uh, you know, in that way. So one is wondering really, to be just and to be kind, you not necessarily need to have a religion. You not necessarily need to believe in the Day of Judgment, because there are people who don't believe in, in, in religion, they don't have religion, they don't believe in the day of judgment, but still they are fine. So this is actually not true. Reason is why? Because the people who do justice and who are kind without having a religion, they do this as a policy of their life. Meaning is because they can see the usefulness of justice, certain type of justice and kindness in the society, they follow that. Same people in somehow discover that in certain cases, not being just is a better policy then they will go for that policy. And you can see that many, many people are very, very good. But when they deal with other nations, they lose that sense of justice. Because they feel, they feel really that now it is better policy to be firm and not to do justice to other people because we want to have you know, something for our own people. So you can see very easily the sense of justice can be corrupted for the people because it is based on good policy. So when good policy changes, then the sense of justice changes. When it is based on the day hereafter, then the people will remain consistent in every aspect of the life, whether it is good policy or not. Then they will not think really, if I follow the way of Allah, if I follow the justice of the Quran, it is going to harm me, they don't care about that. Even if it is going to harm me, I am going to follow the way of Allah, command of Allah. Whether it harm me or benefit me does not matter. But other people, when they take justice as a policy, then they always think really what is useful for them and what is harmful for them. 
So, you know, in, in no doubt, in, in many, many ways, really, the, the sense of justice that comes from the religion, it is much stronger and much powerful and also much clear. Then you get the sense very, very clear uh, when people believe, uh, believe in, in the religion. Okay, now I start the surah. The Quran is saying, وَيْلٌ لِلْمُطَفِّفِينَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا اكْتَالُوا عَلَى النَّاسِ يَسْتَوْفُونَ وَإِذَا كَالُوهُمْ أَوْ وَزَنُوهُمْ يُخْسِرُونَ Wail. The wail actually many meaning has been done and before that a wail has also come. One of the common meaning of very often used by the people is the wail is like a curse. The wail, wail means O. And the curse ought be to do mutaffifin. So tatfif in Arabic language means cheating in the measurement. And measurement can be in the volume, when you, you know, like, uh, you know, something measures in volume, or sometimes can be weight. So anybody who do cheating in, in the measurement, that actually tatfif. And mutaffifin is adjective from that. So it's really very difficult to translate because, you know, we don't have any adjective like that in English language. Uh, so we can translate in, in the whole, whole. But in Arabic language, understand, adjectives are different from the verbs. Because when you use the adjective, it basically becomes like the attribute of certain people. It's much stronger than saying the same thing in the verb. So when we translate in English, we say, oh, to those people who give a short measure. But it's not like that in Arabic language. In Arabic language, it's much, much more powerful. It's basically people who have made this their habit. And, you know, whenever they measure, they do like that. They don't have the sensory. And you can see when cheating becomes, you know, the way of the people, then every time they do this, they cheat. Even actually, they don't need to cheat. For example, you can see there are people who have got billions and billions of pounds, billions and billions of dollars. It's still they cheat. You are thinking, really, these people, why are they cheating? Why, why, do, why do they need that money? You know, do they need anything? You know, people who have got billions of pounds, they don't need to use all that money, but still keep cheating. Why? Because Allah's way is that whenever you do a, a sin, then, the, you know, the, the severeness of the sin, it becomes less in your heart. Then you do again, then it becomes less. Until the time comes, their heart becomes full of the dust. Then people don't feel, become their habit. Then sin becomes the habit of the people. So even if, because sometimes, you know, for example, people do sin because they get something from that. So one can understand, like enjoyment, you know, anything enjoyment. For example, young person, if they do adultery, you know, young people, if they do a, 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 a relation, so there's strong desire. Allah SWT has, has put that. But when the people grow up with this adultery, so they will do even if they don't have desire. Because, you know, for them, and then you know, it, it becomes basically uh, one way of life. Don't care about that. In the beginning, it, they're doing, maybe doing because out of, out of desire. But then after, you can see, even when they become old, they still keep doing these things. So that actually tatfib means. So once the people start something like that, in the beginning, Allah SWT has given the people nature and the mind of thinking. They think properly, they can stop. But when they don't think, they keep doing the sin, then the sin becomes their habit. That's what mutafafir means. Mutafafir basically means the people take this, uh, this practice as their habit. So, lil mutafafir ought to be to those people, that when they give in the measurement, they make it short. They basically cheat in the measurement. And a Quranic way actually is, when Quran says wail, it is not a very simple sentence. It is really like a curse. Like, you know, like anger from Allah SWT, that how much angry he is with the people. And there are two surahs in the Quran which start with the same word. Wailun lil-mutafafin, this one. And the second surah is Wailun lekulli humaza. Wailun lekulli humaza lumaza. 
and both, both surahs, they deal with the money, with the money thing. Both surahs will have the money thing and honor the people, respect of the people in both surahs. Okay, this surah also can see money is there and also honor the people. When these people, they laugh at other people, they backbite them, they hint upon them. Similarly, in the other surah, people backbite other people, people take money, people restore the money, people never spend the money. So this thing that when people don't think about other people's property and honor, they don't respect them, and the honor and, and respect of other people's property has gone from the other people, then they really deserve a curse from their Lord. You know, God created them to respect them. People deserve to be respected. But when people come to this, these things, then same Lord who created them, who loves them so much, he now is cursing them. Just think really. He's a Rahman. You know, Quran calls him Rahman al-Quran. And Allah's name actually Rahman, one of the major names. And Allah SWT says, Sabaqat Rahmati Ghadabi, my mercy, mercy is much, much ahead of my, my anger. You know, imagine really if a mother, she curses her child. Just think really how bad the child will be. Because mothers don't curse their children. Even if the children behave very badly, mothers will still expect that one day he will be fine. One day he can improve. They will make effort, they don't curse the children. But if a child becomes in such a way that mothers have to curse, just imagine, because mothers actually are meant to look after them, to educate them, to train them, to feed them, you know, to, grow, to make them to grow in a nice environment. Their purpose is this, they are not there to curse or to destroy the people. You know, they are going to make people to grow in the house, nicely and happily. That's what the mothers do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to respect the people. He said, Lakat karramna bani Adam. We have respect the human being. We have given the honor. You know, we made what, what make. And now same Lord who is so merciful, his mercy and rahma is much more than the mothers. Same Lord is cursing the people. Think really how bad these people will be. You know, imagine really if your curse comes to somebody from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how bad that character will be. How bad that person will be. That Allah who is the full of mercy. His mercy is a million times better than mercy of anybody else. He, that Lord, now he is coming and curse people. He created them to respect them and now he is cursing them. How bad they will be. So, وَيْلُلِّ الْمُطَفِّفِينَ Or to the people who do, who cheat in the measurement. This really amazing thing. Very big, big anger from Allah SWT. And cheating in the measurement, I explained to you, it is not a simple thing really. It is actually a character. It is not only in weight and, and volume. It is not something simple. To, it is really character of the certain people. Not certain most people in the society. And that was concerned, this, this really, you know, what happened, what happened in our time is all this, you know, uh, you know uh, campaign for, of uh, protesting and marching, it's all based on tatfeed. It's all on cheating. Meaning is that when it comes for our rights, we come and demand, march and protest. When it comes out, have you ever seen people making march, telling people, since we don't do our duty properly, we march? Do people do like that? Do people ever march that I am not a good Muslim, so I am protesting? Do anybody do like that? Nobody does. People always protest because they think they don't get what they deserve. You don't deserve anything anyway. So this actually, in what Quran wants to make very clear, this is very, very bad nature of character of the people. Very, very bad. And this really destroys the nation. The way of the people should be always that do things properly, and that's why you can see in the Quran emphasizing more on awful. Means when you give the people, give in full measurement. Always, the word awfu in the Quran has come many, many more times than the word yastawfun. Yastawfun has come only once. You know, it says, Those people, when they measure for themselves against the people, then they take full measurement. 
and when they give in the for other people in the measurement or volume or, or, or weight yukhsirun and then they cheat they make it less they, yeah, they, they make loss for them so in this uh, uh, verse the word has been yastafun yastafun istafa istafi means to take full measurement this word has come in the quran only once in this surah nothing else nowhere else it's just only one place and even in this place quran has used this word to criticize not to praise meaning is to make effort to take your full right it is not something that quran is going to praise it's not something very praiseworthy in the quran and even this place quran has used that as criticism but most of us of the quran actually are what awfu give full measurement awfu of all the time give full measurement do things properly give your full means when you perform your duty do it properly when it comes to your right then the quran does not actually ask people to insist on it. then the quran says what sabr do sabr for your rights do sabr be patient and father you know father duties then quran says awfu just i want to you know show it a few places in the quran so things will become uh, very clear inshallah uh, and now if you look uh, in in surah al-isra the verse number 35 surah to ban israel the verse number 35 you know i want to spend more time on this because this really is one of the social problem everywhere in the world and this is something really which never can make people pious even if people go for the prayer they fast they pay zakat they do hajj and they suffer from this illness nothing will be accepted simple thing like that allah's religion is not like that it is that why it is very very important to understand this properly for quran said wa awful kayla idha kiltum wa zinu bil qistas al mustaqim dhalika khair wa ahsan ta'wila awful kayla when you measure for other people then measure fully when you give to other people you see why zinu and when you make measure also in the, in the weight for other people they make it full Quran are command of the Quran is when you measure for other people then it should be full Quran does not command when you take from the people then it should be full that the thing actually is like you can see really that when the french revolution happened it was a revolution of what rights not the duties is it like that the french revolution is a revolution of the rights not the duties what actually the, the way of the messengers of prophet is what the way of duties explain to you what you, what you have to do what is your duty what is your responsibility they teach you what you have to do and when it comes to your rights then they teach you be patient sabr ask allah he will help you and what it will happen the help will come from him to your duty or obligation do it properly when it comes to your rights then wait do sabr for a while allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make will make for you you can see in this surah al-israil the command awful kayla when you measure for other people then make it fully Similarly, look in the Surah Al-An'am, the verse number 152. Al-An'am 152. Quran said, وَأَوْفُ الْكَيْلَ وَالْمِيزَانَ بِالْقِسْطِ In the Quran, many instructions for the believers that what they need to do. So one of the instructions coming for the believers is, وَأَوْفُ الْكَيْلَ وَالْمِيزَانَ بِالْقِسْطِ And make full measurement in the volume and the weight bilqist with full justice whenever you give that people always make proper in, in, in measurement for the people whenever you give for, for the people again command is what awful when you give that people give them in the full measurement not istawfu 
Quran never commands people to do istawf. Istawfu means when you take for yourself. Anawfa means when you give other people. The Quran is saying that when you make measurement for other people, then make in the full. But the Quran never commands when you take from the people, then make it full. Similarly, look in the Surah Al-Araf, the verse number 85. وَإِلَىٰ مَدْيَنَا أَخَاهُمْ شُعِيبًا Allah SWT sent a messenger Shu'ayb to Madian people. قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ عَبْدُ اللَّهَ مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَٰهٍ غَيْرُ He said, O my people, worship Allah alone. You have no ilah, no ma'bud other than him. وَقَدْ جَاءَتْكُمْ بَجَّنَةٌ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ And clear signs have come from your Lord. And then he said, فَأَوْفُ الْكَيْلَ وَالْمِيزَانَ وَلَا تَبْخَسُ Make a measurement for the people, make it full. And don't cheat the people. Again, the command is, when you give the people, give in the full measurements. Now look again uh, in Surah Shu'ara, verse number 181. Quran says, وَلَا تَكُونُوا مِنَ الْمُخْسِرِينَ وَزَنُوا بِالْقِسْطَاسِ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ When you give measurements to the people, make it full. And don't be among the cheaters. And always make the word with proper justice, with full justice. The same command again. Then look in Surah Hud, verse number 84 and 85. Quran says, وَإِلَىٰ مَدْيَنَ أَخَاهُمْ شُعِيبًا قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ عَبْدُ اللَّهَ مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَٰهٍ غَيْرُهُ وَلَا تَنْقُصُ الْمِكْيَالَ وَالْمِيزَانِ إِنِّي أَرَاكُمْ بِخَيْرٍ He said, don't cheat people in the measurement. Then he said, وَأَوْفُ الْكَيْلَ وَأَوْفُ الْكَيْلَ وَالْمِكْيَالَ وَالْمِيزَانَ بِالْقِسْطِ So this command actually happened Quran never commanded the people that when you take from the people, make it full. Quran never commands like that. Quran always commands when you give the people, make it full. And when people actually harm you and they cause any losses to you, then what the command of the Quran is? First, be patient. Be firm. Be patient. Wait for a moment. Allah subhanahu wa has full justice. He will change it. He will turn everything around. Once you follow the way of Allah subhanahu wa don't worry. He is the king of the kings. He will take care of you. You just follow his command and he will take care of you. Now tell me what happened now in our time. This is how Islam says, the Quran says. The way of Muslims should be that when they do their duties, they do it properly. When it comes to their rights, they do sabr. That's actually that's what Quran has been teaching. But do we Muslims really follow that? Think, do we follow that? No. We never think about our duties. Always we think about our rights. Rights have become more important than the duties. While in the Quran, duties are more important than the rights. Because once you follow your duties properly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward you. If not in this world, at least in the hereafter. So we have uh, you know, turned everything uh, in, uh, in reverse order.
We hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology, as well as Islamic history, female scholarship and much much more, subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv. Don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.com Org and show your support, please click on the donate button and give whatever you can. Our institution is dependent on the generosity of people like you.